Welcome to The Point Podcast. At The Point, we point high school students to Jesus because we believe that Jesus is better than anything else that this world has to offer. We hope that this podcast is an encouragement to you in your walk with Christ, but that it does not replace the time you're already spending with the Lord. Thanks so much for listening, and here's our awesome high school youth pastor, my husband, Justin Kinley. Hey, what's up, students? So today, uh, man, it's Wednesday, Wednesday night, student night tonight. Be there. Doors open at 620. Cannot wait for that. But today we're continuing to walk through the minor prophets. We have done Hosea, Joel, Amos, Obadiah, Jonah, Micah, and then now Nahum, the seventh book. And and what's cool, this is a fun fact for you that maybe you don't know because I knew this, but I was reminded of it, is Nahum in many ways could be like the sequel to Jonah. So in Jonah, who was Jonah preaching to, or maybe I should say, who did Jonah not want to preach to? He did not want to preach to the Ninevites, right? God told him to go to Nineveh, and Jonah said no, because he did not want God to show them mercy. That's why he didn't go, right? And so he doesn't go, but then the fish happens, he goes, Nineveh repents, God says, Saves the city for a time, and then they have the drama with Jonah at the end. But Nahum is about Nineveh, and it is about the nation of Assyria. So Nineveh was the capital of Assyria, and Assyria was not really good to Israel, especially the northern kingdom of Judah. Assyria is one of the first people to come in and really take them over and be bad, and then eventually Babylon is going to overtake Assyria. And so Nahum is a prophecy against, and, and Nahum is a prophet who is speaking out against the Ninevites. He's speaking out against the people of Assyria. And so what, what you want to see, I hope that you'll read chapter one. And uh, and let, let me just read it. How about we do that? Let me read a little bit of chapter one for us. And uh, verses two through six is, is intense. It's an intense picture of God. And listen to what it says. It says, the Lord is a jealous and avenging God. The Lord is avenging and wrathful. The Lord takes vengeance on his adversaries and keeps wrath for his enemies. The Lord is slow to anger and great in power. So we see he's slow to anger in Nineveh earlier, right? And the Lord will by no means clear the guilty. His way is in whirlwind and storm, and the clouds are the dust of his feet. He rebukes the sea and makes it dry. He dries up all the rivers. Bashan and Carmel wither. The bloom of Lebanon withers. The mountains quake before him. The hills melt. The earth leaves before him. The world and all who dwell in it. Who can stand before his indignation? Who can endure the heat of his anger? His wrath is poured out like fire and his rocks are broken into pieces by him. So that's intense, right? And it, and it kind of, that should make us shudder a little bit. It, it should make us stop and realize how big God is, how much bigger he is than you and me. And then I love verse seven. Look at what it says. The Lord is good, a stronghold in the day of trouble. He knows those who take refuge in him. So I love that because it's like God is massive. He's huge. He's awesome. He's this incredible God, but he's good for those who take refuge in him. But then you think about Assyria because this is a a pretty dark book. I'm just going to be honest with you. It is prophesying against Nineveh. It's prophesying against the people of Assyria. We'll definitely see that in chapters two and three. And because listen to what verse eight. So the Lord is good and he's a stronghold to those who take refuge in him. But in verse eight, but with an overflowing flood, he will make a complete end of the adversaries and will pursue his enemies into darkness. So, so for those who take refuge in God, the Lord is a stronghold. But but for the ones who oppose the kingdom of God, for, for the enemies of God's people, it says an ov- with an overflowing flood, God will take care of them. Right? So here's what we need to understand is that part of the good news, we've been talking a lot about Mark, right? In, in the euangelion, the Greek word euangelion, the good news of Jesus Christ, Part of that good news is that Jesus defeats your enemies and my enemies. 
that part of the good news of the gospel is that the enemies of God's people will be destroyed and will be defeated. That's part of the good news. Part of the good news is this victorious battle that the Lord is going to win. And so it's an intense picture here. I mean, and it's about to be intense for Assyria and Nahum. I mean, for Assyria and Nineveh, excuse me. But but what do we see is, is God was already gracious to Nineveh and yet Nineveh rebelled again against God's grace. We don't see that happen, but we know what happened because of this book. They rebelled against God's grace and they continue to oppress people. They continue to reject the people of God, all of these things. And so God is not going to let injustice go unanswered. He's not going to let the oppression of his people go unmet because why we've talked about it, right? A good father would never let anyone mess with his children. And so judgment is going to be dealt here. And so what we have to understand is that that's really good news for for those who take refuge in God, is that the enemies of God will not stand. The enemies of God will not last and God will meet and God will deal with his enemies. And that's good news. And that's something that we should rejoice in and take hope in. And, and it also should make us not freak out as much when we're under attack. And it should not make us freak out as much when we feel like we have very real enemies in our life, because ultimately we, we can rest and trust in our heavenly father who is going to deliver good news. He will deliver us. And he will deliver us from our enemies. And so that's kind of a hopeful notion of Nahum right at the beginning. That God is this intense God, but he is a refuge for those who take their who place their hope in him and for those who humble themselves before him. So take your refuge in God today uh, and rejoice in the good news that God will deal with his enemies. And so that's good news for us. And we'll continue to walk through Nahum. And I hope to see you tonight, a student night. Thanks so much for listening. The Point is a ministry of First Baptist Church Indian Trail for high school students. We offer life groups every Sunday morning at 8, 9.30, and 11 o'clock. And we meet on Wednesday nights at 6.15. For more information, you can go to our church's website at fbcit.org.